Welcome to American Dreams. My guest today is Chad Jenkins. Chad, welcome to today's show. Thanks so much, Alan. Great to be with you. So, uh, Chad, for the listeners, you have a remarkable background. You've helped lots of entrepreneurs get companies launched. Uh, but how did this all begin? Can you give us your your background story? Yeah, sure. Uh, at, at my story is kind of long. At a very, very early age, I grew up training and, and trading horses, like even riding horses before the time I could walk. Therefore, I spent a lot of time with things that do not verbally speak. And it was required that I do a lot of listening because uh, even though they do not speak, they do uh, communicate a good bit. And that carried with me into business at also a very early age. I started a landscape company uh, shortly middle way through middle school uh, and began to mow out parcels for banks that had expansion lots that didn't need landscaping, but they needed bush hogging. Well, growing up on a farm and around horses, I had tractors and bush hogs. So my cost of goods was pretty low. Uh, and that really started my uh, first business that just continued to evolve in uh, selling it shortly after high school, getting involved in a business that was classified as America's country store. It's a Perina concept that existed before tractor supply. And we were the first one in the country. I was uh, maybe around 21, I believe, when we did that. Uh, and it evolved to uh, being exposed to Nextel telephones. Oddly enough, I had a lot of guys that would go and deliver feed and shavings and panels and gates. I'd become the largest paneling gate distributor in North and South Carolina, again, way before tractor supply existed. And a gentleman came along and asked me to, or would I have any interest in Nextel telephone? Uh, and I did because uh, of the, the immediate, and I uh, related to the immediate response from being able to dictate the outcome from a transaction, whether to park the trailer here, deliver the hay there, dump the shavings over here, and it enabled me not to have to be on site or have a bunch of communication. So it was all about efficiency in each and every business, uh, including that one. So uh, I ended up selling the Purina's America's Country Store. And at the time, of course, Nextel walking into a very large uh, agricultural store, thought I was a joke uh, about being selling Nextels, even though I didn't really care for Nextels per se, I definitely cared for the impact they had on business. Uh, and I became the largest Nextel distributor in North and South Carolina uh, in about six months. So they quickly came back and said, hey, we have to make you an official dealer. We don't really understand how you're doing this, but you're making a very small city look like it's selling more phones than a very large city. Uh, one thing along that path that I was exposed to is everyone's cell phone bill was messed up at that time. And I also uh, identified with the ability to look at some numbers, project some trending, watch people's behaviors, re resulting back from watching horses' behaviors and predicting what response they were gonna have. So I just same skill, just apply in a different way and I began to charge $5 a phone to make sure your wireless bill is correct and to proactively move you to a better rate plan structure based upon your 2,000 people who were using phones out in the field, uh, which got me into software, and which is one of my organizations today that still exists since uh, 2006. So along the way, many other companies, uh, leasing company, because the same service organizations that I helped with Nextel's, 
who wanted GPS, but maybe they were not in a, a capital position to be able to invest in GPS equipment. At that very early stage, it was one that's quite lucrative. The two is also kind of expensive. So uh, from being back in the agricultural store, I had to figure out what uh, floor plan inventory was really quickly. And a lot of uh, horse folks tend to like to buy bigger horse trailers maybe than their pocketbook. So I was exposed to uh, financing and participation, a basis point when you're financing them. So I took that knowledge and when I ran across the landscape companies that needed GPS but didn't have the capital to invest in it, I created a landscape company, I'm, I'm sorry, a leasing company to tow the paper on that. Uh, four or five IT so companies and some various and sundry commercial construction, uh, all, just all kinds of actually. So Chad, the, the, the company that you're currently CEO of, SeedSpark, yes. how did you step into that role? And give me the elevator pitch, exactly what do you do with uh, So me, it, so personally, I create organizations that remove obstacles that are preventing small to medium-sized businesses from reaching their full potential and growing. SeedSpark itself is a manifestation of a partial of that on many different organizations. I'm fortunate to own quite a few. SeedSpark itself uh, does that by way of removing the obstacles that exist in cybersecurity and managed services IT. It has an additional division that focuses on automating business processes so that we write custom software applications and ERPs that wrap around a legacy and legacy organizations processes. So the implementation and the onboarding, so it's some pretty sizable change comes over time because we partner with that organization to develop the right amount of technology and implement the right amount of technology along their journey versus what is commonly known. And there's app developers everywhere, but normally, and this can be a little bit more lucrative, they build an application and sell it many times. My passion is the way business and cycles in business happen. So our software and business process automation division wraps the technology around the way your organization operates. And then lastly, and you can kind of see a teeing up here, we secured the business for cybersecurity and managed IT. We've improved its velocity and scale by creating the right amount of technology where they can get more through the pipe. Now it's time to fill the pipe up. So another division inside the SeatSpark umbrella is a digital marketing and creative and web web division. So we do tons of digital marketing and SEO. Uh, we've even built custom digital marketing platforms for others that we, one division of SeedSpark takes advantage of to service and support their clients. So that is what SeedSpark does. Uh, all born out of necessity, the, the wireless company managing a bunch of wireless accounts, I could not scale quick enough and train people on how to spot trends and how to communicate correctly with customer service at a wireless carrier. So I wrote the business logic, went and found two software guys. And before too long, I was in the software business. You know, Chad, you've seen a lot of uh, careers and companies start up over the course of, 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 of time. When you are assessing uh, differences between success and failure over a career, what, what criteria would you say the one thing is that will make that difference of a successful 
uh, the person finding success in their career? Listening. By far. We were given one mouth and two ears. Use them proportionally. Uh, I very much try to adhere to the methodology to listen for the intent to understand and not to reply. The carrying that forward, which I had to do, as I mentioned at a very early age, what I was dealing with in business was nonverbal. Uh, it's helped me all throughout life. And I believe looking backwards to the needs of your clients, to the dangers they face, to the opportunities that exist, or also to the strengths that they possess. If you're truly listening and can get to that root core, you can be hugely impactful and valuable as a true partner to that organization. And successful. What role does the CEO play inside of an organization? <laughs> what a great question. Uh, when, when sometimes, depending on the size of the organization, could be what role does the CEO not play? Uh, so in this particular sized organization, uh, which the run rate of this is around 20 million, uh, leadership always along the way, no matter the size, the ability to see and paint a bigger future for each and every team member, both internal and external, is a requirement of the CEO through engagement or programs or initiatives that are supported in the organization. Uh, and we must be able to see forward. Uh, we must be able to, I believe, we must be able to see dots that are, exist for a business that we're serving or for one of the team members that they are just unable to see them and connect in themselves. So uh, that in my eyes is many contributing factors to a successful CEO. So Chad, what is one thing that, that I should do to ensure my success tomorrow? Focusing on those that you're engaged with in, in uh, three more questions is a rule that I also live by. Uh, when we think we know the answer, three more questions. Uh, and, and that helps get to the root. So you can really understand what is the impediment or the obstacle they're trying to traverse. When I'm looking at uh, a, a company that I've successfully launched, uh, how do I create that mini me? <laughs> those those are very difficult. Uh, we I, here at SeedSpark and, and all my organizations, we use a ton of Colby culture index. Uh, we have cards in front of each and every office, which is not uncommon these days to help people understand how to communicate with each other, but it's people, people, people. When, uh, so how, if, if for, for context right now, how large is SeedSpark? Uh, revenue wise, mid twenties, headcount wise in uh, 75, I believe. Uh, it, it seems like every day okay. we, we're, we're hiring more people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, uh, when you're looking at, uh, building out the organization, what is your vision for SeedSpark and your geographic reach? Yeah, so currently we do have clients across North America. Uh, we have a footprint in the Southeast, physical footprint. We're exploring acquisitions both in the Northeast and also the Midwest. Those are areas that we serve today, primarily our business automation division and some in our managed services division. But uh, we, we are definitely beginning to enter the stage which we grow through acquisition, not just organic. So a lot of opportunity on the horizon for us. A true entrepreneur. So are, are you having fun with your uh, the company and the growth yes, so far? Absolutely. Always have fun. Very. That is also the most important. 
So, Chad, how would a, a potential client or one that is interested in your model go ahead and uh, reach out to you? Yeah, sure. Uh, you're welcome to find us online at cspark.com, or you can also find me at Chad T. Jenkins on LinkedIn. Chad, thanks for being with us on today's show. My pleasure, Alan. Thanks so much.